0: And welcome to the podcast of the Low Seaters, episode seven hundred and twenty-six. On today, Thursday, the twenty-fourth of August, twenty twenty-three. I am your host, Connor, joined finally by Lewis Brackpool. Finally, How last are you? time you were in, you, I was I was on holiday, but yes. yeah, really really glad you're in, mate. And Cheers. well, I'm glad you're in because we've got some interesting topics to talk about. We're going to be talking about the persecution of a president. I wonder who has been indicted four times recently, the mystery of the Maui fires, which I'm sure isn't going to get even remotely (laughs) conspiratorial, and how the mask mandates are coming back. Another penny in the Alex Jones was right. Before we kick into it, we've got an announcement tomorrow at, what, 3.30 UK time, Friday. It's the monthly Gold Tier Zoom call. It'll be me, I believe Josh, and Stelios currently, because Harry and Carl are at an event. I know everyone wants to talk to Carl. Sorry, otherwise indisposed, you're stuck with the B team. My bad. Please don't cancel your subscription. Anyway, before we do that, let's jump into the news. Right. Oh, what's happened there? There's a tab change. Wonderful. Thanks, Jack. Technical difficulties today, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It's just a nightmare around here, the the things we do to bring you the news. Anyway, so, all right. Today's first story. So Trump's due to be arrested at Fulton County Jail. He's meant to be handing himself in today for one of his four criminal charges in, in four different states simultaneously, plus a bunch of other lawsuits, if we look at this first tab. Uh, USA Today have given us a, a sort of breakdown. Um, these, these are the, this is the story. He said, can you believe it? I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday to be arrested. This is on True Social. His lawyers have reached an agreement, that was this Monday, with the Georgia authorities, for a $200,000 bond. And he only needs to provide $20,000 of that to remain out of jail. I have seen Dan Bongino suggest that he shouldn't. Yeah, He should just go to jail for the optics.
1: <laughs> Get the mug shot. Yeah, and, everything. And,
0: and the fact that they're even allowing to post bond yeah. Is the tacit admission that they're not worried about him overthrowing the American Republic? Of course, because if he's still got all the money, if he could still just chart a private jet out to another place abroad, which he and could flee the charges exactly. He's he's, he's got impunity. So the the fact that they're allowing him to stay out of prison means they're clearly not worried about him overthrowing overthrowing the government with an insurrection. But but there you go. <laughs> what we're going to look at is why the charges are taking place and how this positions Trump as being the Republican frontrunner because this is my conspiracy theory i suppose (laughs) but they're so petrified of him obviously winning in the primary and then winning a safe and secure election Mm. as have obviously happened before that they just want him off the ballot and they're going to stretch the legal arguments as thin as possible to do so so just going on to onto this one if you'd like to subscribe to our website and learn about some healthy disagreement instead for the premium content this is five pounds a month you can watch my colleague stelios and josh's series um, Stelios' series, this episode with Josh, Symposium on Disagreement, where they talk about how to have a principled disagreement. Um, I think America is currently showing that a lot of the time, debate is relatively pointless. Yep. It's a, a giant distraction from the existential threats that are smuggled into your civilization, <laughs> that people would like to to confuse you and, and make you question everything you do while they're, they're doing a long march for the institutions.
1: Or uh, they just scream at you, basically, if they disagree. So, yes. you know, you're not really going to get the full, uh, full double-edged sword with that.
0: No, so. uh, often, the, often the loudest are the least informed, I suppose. I agree. Yeah, that's going kind to of be flipped out of context <laughs> against me in the future, isn't it? Definitely. Uh, speaking of, of loud voices, uh, we also have a, a survey that I've been asked to plug for our premium viewers. So you can tell us which hosts you like the best and which content you like the best. I can't wait for those rankings. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be great fun. Anyway, let's go to an overview of Trump's cases just to run down. So he's currently being charged in Atlanta, Georgia, in Washington, D.C., in Florida, and in New York, New York City. Um, This is in Atlanta. He's got him and 18 different co-defendants are charged with the RICO Act. So they're treating him like a mob boss. Now, RICO is a very umbrella term. It basically means racketeering. So it isn't pointing to a specific offense. It's just saying you've tried to strong arm the state into overturning the election by asking them to recount the ballots because you think there might have been some malfeasance there. So just asking them to do something is somehow you being Al Capone. But but, but, all right, all right, (laughs) fine. Then the Justice Department in in Washington, D.C. charged him over January 6th, saying that he and a group of yet unindicted co-conspirators, they haven't indicted anyone else, even though they're saying him and a giant mob of people tried to stop the certification of the election, Mm. even though he said, peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard, and said to everyone to go home in peace and love. Yeah. But we're going to we're going to ignore all the Ignore all of that. And ignore all of that, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> then in Florida, the the justice department again, he's had 37 counts brought against him for mishandling classified documents, um even though the FBI went to Mar-a-Lago, checked how he was handling them, put the padlock on the door themselves, which they then broke off in the raid while he was away from his residence in Bedminster, and Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton have improperly stored classified documents at their personal residences of course at times even deleting them um bleach bitting their computers and they didn't have power to declassify because of course well at the time Joe Biden wasn't president and Hillary Clinton never has been president thankfully for 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 America yeah well not 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 explicitly, at least, you know, just still True. puppeteering from bu- from behind the scenes. <laughs> that body count's still going up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to be heard after the twenty twenty four election, but the rest of them they're trying to put before the right. election happens, just to try and derail his campaign. And then in New York, as as we'll be just brushing over in a bit later, he's got thirty four felony counts of falsifying business records concerning, <laughs> yes, concerning Michael Cohen, his former lawyer's effort to pay Stormy Daniels hush money. Right for story. That was already in the public since 2011. Yeah. Somehow that's damaging to his case.
1: Which, yeah, like right. you said, like everyone al- already knew about this. It was like,
0: published in eMagazine e-magazine in 2011. Yeah. So, but 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 all right, you know, we're stretching the definition of, of illegality here. But let's look at Georgia specifically because um oh I don't know why that page has gone funny, but it's still loading. But this was this was a transcript here that's linked in the in the reading list of the and the audio here it is of the phone call between Trump and and then. Um, Brad Raffensberger was Georgia Secretary of State, this is what they're charging him over. Trump was trying to get a forensic audit and signature verification done right. for the Georgia election. This was shortly after the 2020 election. And he was saying that some of the votes had been wrongfully counted and it may have flipped the state in his favor. Now, because of YouTube's terms and conditions, I think we're allowed to question that. I
1: think you are now.
0: But I'm not sure if they'll retroactively apply it. Yeah. So I will say that it's a conspiracy theory. with indeterminate outcomes. I'll just say that. That's fine. And they're going after Trump for specifically saying, quote, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we already won the state. I don't know. Look, Brad, I've got to get, I have to find 12,000 votes and I have them times a lot and therefore I won the state. So they're saying he's engaging in a quid pro quo by pressuring the Secretary of State and other party officials in Georgia into finding votes. but He's saying just make sure all of the votes that are, are being legitimate counted, counted legitimately yeah. yeah and then he's saying i think we'll win because of that he's not saying do a 4 a.m ballot dump on my behalf or wheel them in <sighs> in wine coolers or have a pipe break or you know crazy things that crazy happen. conspiracy exactly like that. Yeah, it would yeah, just, yeah it would just be mad so let's look at the 19 people that have also been indicted so these are those indicted alongside trump include chief of Staff mark meadows rudy giuliani Sidney powell and jenna ellis Yep. so his lawyers yep. so his lawyers who are hired to represent him are being indicted because their client's being indicted Yeah. I mean that's just entirely unprecedented
1: I sent um Generalis a, a little tweet earlier because I've interviewed her a few times right. just saying um, truth will prevail and um, stay strong because that I mean seeing the mug shots and everything which you'll Ooh, get yeah. into we've, we've
0: got those here yes
1: there you go I mean seeing that I mean I mean Rudy's just, is just brilliant <laughs> I, like, it, was, it was actually <laughs> worth the persecution for this mugshot alone. They all need to be smiling, though. I think that would have made it. Yeah, well, if S- everyone S- was smiling. S-
0: Sydney Powell's isn't, isn't the most flattering in the world, but Jenna's. Jenna, I mean, there you go. She's a whale of a time. Yeah, she's loving it. I mean, she's, she's currently on the DeSantis campaign, I understand, because she feels like Trump hung her out to dry. So right. Okay. I, I, there's obviously discord within the camp, but I mean, credit, credit to her for handing herself in and going through this show trial, yeah. I suppose, I, I probably would have kicked up more of a stink than was otherwise. <laughs> but but my, my point is, okay, so Generalis is being prosecuted for litigating Trump's case against mm. the state because he thought he was agreed by the election. So she was hired to do a job. She did it. Yet other lawyers for serial killers yeah. who have admitted to their lawyers that they've done it mm. but are still pleading not guilty. And so the lawyers are doing the not guilty plea knowing that their client has murdered women and children. Yep. they're not prosecuted for no. misrepresenting the truth because it's understood that they're doing the job and that everyone in America is entitled to legal representation unless if you're Donald Trump and then if you legally represent Donald Trump you have your life and career ruined and you get a criminal record
1: seems to be a weird pattern there anything to do with Trump then uh, you know you've got a bit of a black mark against you and that they're going to uh, go after you in that respect
0: so. yeah and I, I think this betrays the fact that they see him as an existential threat mm. which talking about Trump's record wishy washy. Mm-hmm. I think if he comes back with schedule F and fires of mm-hmm. 50,000 federal employees, he's vengeful enough to hopefully execute on draining the swamp finally. And he unveiled the fact that the swamp even exists. I think his greatest strength was going against the media and the establishment at least rhetorically so much that they outed themselves. Yes. But his actual record, he didn't challenge them as much as he should no. have. Definitely not with the pandemic, definitely not with foreign policy. Yep. I mean, he ended he ended more wars he didn't start any new wars, mm-hmm. but he still went and, and Drone struck Syria and appointed John Bolton and So he he wasn't as much a sledgehammer as he could have been, mm-hmm. but they're still petrified of it.
1: But you would rather someone. So my my argument would be you would rather someone that has been in the swamp and seen it yes. in order to try and make change in the la- in the next sort of four years. Um, you wouldn't want someone new going in and going, oh okay, right, I've got to deal with this. Whereas Trump knows how it all works. He knows the structure. So.
0: In my view, it just
1: it kind of makes sense for it to be Trump.
0: Yeah, personally. he's the best position candidate at this yeah. point. I, I agree, and and the fact that they're prosecuting all of these all of these people shows that they they seem to think the same thing and, and want to want to do anything possible to to get him off of it. the, the prosecutors had said everyone involved has to hand themselves over to the authorities by August the twenty fifth, mm. and uh, Trump has not yet, but he's apparently going to today. So, other interesting thing that happened though, um. This kind of unprecedented. They they put the document, the charges, up before the grand jury had convened to agree on the charges. Before before, this leaked out, and ah. and you should hear the conspiracy theory. Oh, of course, they're accusing the far right outlet, Reuters, <laughs> of doing right. Okay, yes, yeah, funded by Bill Gates. All right. So the the county court in Georgia, this is Fulton County, where (laughs) where, where Donald Trump was eventually charged, this was last week, they briefly posted and then quickly removed a document last Monday detailing several charges against Trump. The document, which Reuters first reported, came from Fulton County and includes Trump's name and lists the case status as open. It's dated August the 14th and timestamped at 12.39pm. The document lists 12 felony counts and one serious felony count for violating Georgia's RICO Act charges had not yet been filed against Trump as of Monday evening. Now Reuters got it first because they are often a legal document archive Mm -hmm. and they often get these these cases first, which is why you see other outlets saying, according to Reuters reporting, and they were Mm -hmm. going to take the the Mm points. So on Monday afternoon, the Fulton County Clerk's Office, in a statement that Reuters and Georgia media outlets later posted, had said, no documents had been filed that day regarding the grand jury and that there has been a hear- that there has been hearing evidence in the case the statement also referred to quote a fictitious document that circulated online but they did not say whether it was the same document contained the charges so they're accusing reuters yeah. of making that document up with the same formatting as this georgia county interesting court um, clerk's office and it's like so they're saying so what reuters just decided to make <laughs> up out of thin air. With, with the same formatting as all of the other documents that are from this specific place. What? What, do you expect us to believe that? Like? No. Really? thick do you think people are. This was not a simple administrative mistake, Trump's attorneys. This was Drew Finding and Jennifer Little, they said in the statement. A proposed indictment should only be in the hands of the district attorney's office, and yet it somehow made its way to the clerk's office and was assigned a case number, and the judge before the grand jury even deliberated. The grand jury were hearing another case at the time. Right. So this just means the charges, the spurious umbrella Rico Act charge, was a foregone conclusion. They just want to get Trump. They're not giving him a fair hearing. It's not substantive. It's just that they have already decided they want to persecute and prosecute him. And even if they can't stick him in jail for properly, you know, even if he even if he postponed, even if they can't make the charges stick, the process is the persecution. It's dragging him through this and distracting him ahead of his presidential election that is part of the punishment going against the state.
1: And I think it's, it's important to say as well, I mean, we have, we've just showed that we got a bit of a bias that we, you know, even though we're British and we can't really have a say in the election at all. I don't want um, Americans to be robbed. Exactly. Um, and it affects us down the long run anyway, for the, um, uh, the leader of the free world, um, so there is without showing the bias, I think even if you just present this, it just shows the motive regardless so yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's fascinating
0: it's the myth of the neutral institution all yes. institutions are staffed by people people have their biases and even neutrality is itself a value yes. and these people don't value neutrality these people Agree. value power and victory yes. and they just want to crush any effective instrument that gets in the way of the destination for the American Republic that they've already said is a foregone conclusion Yeah, so they don't care about fair and transparent processes they just want to crush their enemies and that's what they're doing with Trump Yeah, and that's that's why he's always said you know um, they're not after me. They're after you. Yeah. I'm just in their way. Yeah, yeah, Well, if you get rid of Trump, yeah, they will be after. They the will American, be after, of you. course. And and so this has led to a, a GOP state lawmaker um, calling for a special session to look into. This is the district attorney Fannie Willis, who's brought the charges against Trump. Look into her conduct. So this is Georgia Republican state senator Colton Moore, and he's filing for a special session of the Georgia legislature to investigate Fannie Willis. Uh, the legislature has this great check and balance when it comes to controlling the purse. This is. Colton Moore. Ultimately, from what I've seen, I think she should be completely defunded of any state dollars. People in Northwest Georgia and Georgians all over don't want their tax dollars going to fund this type of political persecution. If it turns out she's doing some corrupt things, then absolutely impeach her. Now, special legislative session requires either an order from Governor Brian Kemp, who is a rhino, so he's not going to do that, or three fifths of both the House and Senate to agree. And so Colton Moore is saying that he's got this. Um, however, he, he sent a letter and he, he, he filed it Thursday, Um, apparently according to a spokesperson for Brian Kemp, he said, we've not been provided any evidence to support that assertion. So it's unlikely that he's going to be able to hold her to account for this malfeasance, which is disappointing. So Trump's still going to be charged in Georgia nonetheless. So just skimming over the Florida charges, they've got a May 20th, 2024 trial date. So again, trying to put it before the election. Yep. 37 to 38 charges. In the evidence, quite interesting. There was a recording of Trump talking about a document. Have you heard this before? CNN got the exclusive, right? No. He's talking about a document related to Mark Milley. So Mark Milley is claiming that he was the only person that stopped Trump from, I can't remember exactly where it was, it's like bombing Iran or something like that. Okay. Because Trump obviously wanted to bomb the hell out of Iran. Right. 100%. Yeah, Mark Milley, Mr... I'm concerned about whiteness, that the ultimate patriot of America, right? And he was talking to a bunch of reporters who were doing the biography for Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, one of the guys that's got indicted in Georgia. And Trump, you can hear him moving around some paper, and he said, "Oh, I can show you this right now." Trump is claiming that he held up a newspaper reporting about Mark Milley from the New Yorker when the story broke, whereas mm-hmm. they're trying to imply, "Oh, he actually showed the reporters classified documents." So therefore, we've got we've got definitive proof on tape of Trump showing them. Uh-huh. Um, so Ben Shapiro keeps getting this wrong as well. It, it turns out that that wasn't a charge that was included among the charges. No. So it seems like, yeah, Trump, Trump didn't do that. No. Trump's story about holding up the newspaper is true. Or at least they, they can't prove that he did do that. So they, they can't nail that on him. And, and again, I would care a lot more about his mishandling classified documents um, if you went after Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. Of course. Same thing.
1: If it was applied
0: equally, sure. Yeah. But again, another, another transparent example yeah. that, that it's, <laughs> it, it's not about justice system. It's just about crushing their enemies. So, what about the New York charges? Maybe, maybe one of these got stick, right? So, I went over these at the time. This was this was a couple of months ago now. This was April. Um, so, you can get all of the sources and all the breakdown. Watch that segment in your own time over on our website, or on our Rumble channel, or on YouTube. But, but as a rundown, Alvin Bragg, DA, uh, campaigned on indicting Trump. The campaign was also financed by the Soros family. He brought 34 charges against Trump, then leaked them to the press ahead of time. Of course. So, we're seeing a concurrent theme here from from Georgia. Um, Michael Cohen who was the guy who ended up paying Stormy Daniels. He already went to prison for this. so He's already done prison time. He's already sold Trump out. Uh, He also went to prison for lying to Congress and evading taxes. So it doesn't make him a very reputable source. He also wrote the letter himself saying this was all me, but (laughs) but that's fine. Stormy Daniels has already denied the affair once before, then said, no, we had the affair, when suddenly she could think about making more money for herself. Mm -hmm. And then, as I mentioned, E! Magazine ran a piece in 2011 that said that Trump had an affair with Stormy Daniels. So why would he need to pay hush money for a story that was already in a mainstream press outlet four years before he was running for president? And also, why would Trump sleeping around with, I mean, frankly, I think she's passed it, but women <laughs> who are considered attractive be damaging to his career?
1: I know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
0: No, no. It, it, it's, it's not like we didn't know that Trump threw his weight around a little bit in terms of infidelity, which is one of his character flaws. But, yeah, but massively. it wasn't going to lose him any votes. No. And at all. there's no definitive proof that he was the one that signed off on the money because Michael Cohen has already said, I did it. Yeah, it was me, Gov, and I went to prison for it. Mm. So again, another example of spurious charges. Just trying to get him off the ballot, but that's fine. The trial's scheduled for March 2024. Okay. So another one that's just lined up. Um, and the judge in the case, he's been accused of bias. Now, he won't recuse himself. Now, I, I'll just run this past you and see if this seems like a, a, a fair, fair hearing. Okay. So the judge in Donald Trump's case, according to the AP, He's rejected Donald Trump's claim, his, his demand to, to step aside, based on the fact that he's biased, because he uh, he was given cash to Democrats in the past, and his daughter is a Democrat Party consultant. Of course. So, of course. Yeah, and he said he's certain of his ability to be fair and impartial. Oh, yeah, very certain. <laughs> I'm not, but but all right. Okay, that's fine. At the same time, this is going on. Have you heard about the E. Jean Carroll case? No. Okay, so so we would never allege that she's telling a lie because she's very litigious okay. and she's suing him for defamation twice. Right, But, but E. Jean Carroll, I think she was an L magazine columnist in okay. the 70s. Mm-hmm. So she has accused Trump of raping her in a packed department store in the middle of the day in Bergdorf's in New York. Mm. And she said that they were both trying on lingerie for fun and he burst into the chamber. That's
1: it. Is this what he mentioned on the, when he went on CNN? And is it to do with the cat? She had a cat called uh, uh, Vagina. Is this the same woman? I didn't hear about that.
0: Hear, that would surprise on, me. That was like a clip that just went round viral. Oh, is right. that the same? Well, it, it might be. She did go on CNN and say rape is sexy. So that would undermine her credibility.
1: I think, I think it is the same woman. Okay, yeah. She also, she also
0: wrote in like 2012 or something a lot of Facebook posts about sleeping with Trump mm. and making jokes about it. She also says she's a big Law & Order fan, and there was a Law & Order episode where a man gets falsely accused of rape because he's doing a role play with a girl in Bergdorf about trying on lingerie. But I couldn't allege that she got it from the Law & Order. could didn't so, no. and, and it turns out that Trump didn't actually rape her. So, like, so, so, no. so the jury found that he didn't, but they still charged him with defamation for saying that he didn't rape her. And there's now going to be a second one. So there's going to be a second case because he also said on another occasion, um, this woman's mad, I didn't rape her. That's Trump's words, not mine, of course. I I, I believe all women, I suppose. Uh, but the judge has said that his appeal, despite ruling the fact that he didn't rape her, but that he's been charged with defamation for saying that he didn't rape her, is spurious, and so it's going to be upheld. So they're going right. to hear the second case, and and they're not going to relitigate the first one where he's got to pay her millions of dollars. Now, now, bear in mind, this judge was a Clinton appointee, and the person bankrolling her case was... The former CEO of LinkedIn, who said he was insistent on getting Trump. And this mm. case was cooked up in a meeting with anti-Trump bloggers. But, but you know, that's, that's fine. Um, so this is, this is US District Judge Lewis Kaplan and in Manhattan. Um, and, and he said that Mr. Trump has not provided a single reason for the court to find that there is any likelihood that he will succeed in appeal. This court certifies that the appeal itself is frivolous. Well, what about the fact that the court said that there was no evidence that he raped her? I mean that yeah. that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. They actually both tried to submit DNA evidence because she said that she still kept the dress from the right. day, right? And then she wore it on a magazine cover, despite saying that she'd never wore it again. And both parties said, hey, "You know what? We'll set. We'll submit DNA evidence." And the judge blocked it. Oh, I wonder why that is. I'm sure she's telling the truth, but but, but anyway. So right, um, just on just on the last one, this is the Washington indictment. So this is, uh, he's he's petitioned. This is his lawyers, the district judge Tanya Chukton. Chutkin, I've probably mispronounced that, but support to put off his trial for the Washington indictment until April 2026. Notice that. Mm. That's well after the election. Now, their mm. reason is actually pretty fair. Again, and I don't think this is even a biased statement to make. They've got 11.5 million pages to review.
1: 11.5 million?
0: Yes, ahead of okay. the case. And they said, if we were to print and stack these millions of pages of documents with no gaps between the t- pages, at 200 pages per inch, the result would be a tower of paper stretching nearly 5,000 feet into the sky. That's taller than the Washington Monument, stacked on top of itself eight times with nearly a million pages to spare.
1: You'd go cross-eyed if yeah. you're like not even halfway through.
0: Yeah, I, I know I get like a lot of reading done on train commutes, <laughs> but even I think I'd struggle a little bit. Yeah. So they might need a bit more than a couple of months, you know. Yeah. And, and this was the, to the counter-proposal of the Justice Department, the Biden Justice Department, very impartial, of course. that said the trial should commence on the 2nd of January, 2024. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Seeing a pattern here. Yes. Yeah. So one of one of the other cases as well. I remember they wanted to put it. I think they put it in March because it's the day before Super Tuesday, mm. which is the big delegation that chooses who the frontrunner is. Right. Oh.
1: Okay. okay right. So right. It's, it's very, just very timed. It's timed very perfectly, almost. Well,
0: maybe maybe there are some more important
1: cases. Maybe. You know, maybe. I mean, I mean, maybe Trump's just small
0: fries, I suppose. <laughs> uh, a tentative trial date is going to be set on monday this coming monday the 28th of august so so there we go so so what's the purpose of all this well i, I think it's just they're trying to take trump off the ballot because They've said it. Turns out this was a piece in the Atlantic from yesterday. And they've consulted a bunch of lawyers who told them what they wanted to hear. They said, "As students of the United States Constitution for many decades, one of us, a US Court of Appeals judge, and the other, a professor of constitutional law, and both as constitutional advocates, scholars, and practitioners, we long ago came to the conclusion the 14th Amendment, the amendment ratified in 1868 that represents our nation's second founding and the new birth of freedom. So that's after the Civil War. Mm -hmm. And the Civil War really is a second founding mythology if you spend time in the states Have you ever been around washington
1: not washington no okay
0: right so if you do go go to their like portrait gallery and their monuments cool. and that, they treat the civil war as like the the, the second founding of the state sure. it, it it's a political religion really it is mm-hmm. so they're not wrong that this is here and they say It contains within it protection against the dissolution of the Republic by a treasonous president. This protection, embodied in the amendments often overlooked section three, automatically excludes from future office and positions of power in the United States government and from any equivalent office, any person who has taken an oath to support and defend our constitution and thereafter rebels against the sacred charter, either through overt insurrection or by giving aid or comfort to the constitution's enemies. There's a reason they chose the word insurrection. Of course they did. It's because it's specific to the 14th (laughs) Amendment. So they wanted to get him on that. Yeah. Right, so, so Alan Dershowitz cool. has a counter-opinion. Um, Alan Dershowitz, I believe, did litigate for Trump on his behalf before. Now, he's making a very reasonable argument. But as we've heard throughout all of these charges, reasonable arguments don't really matter when you just okay. want to get your political opposition. So Dershowitz points out in here that the mention of the emancipated state within the 14th Amendment means that the 14th Amendment was specific to the Civil War because they mentioned the slate, right? So this statute was only meant to apply to the people post-Civil War. And he says, because there's no formal mechanism outside that context to determine what constitutes an insurrection against the federal government, mm-hmm. they can't indict him. Now, that's why they had to have the January 6th show trial, because they're trying to set up that mechanism. Got you. And it wasn't nearly as bipartisan as they pretended, because it just had Liz Cheney on there and Adam Kinzinger mm-hmm. and all these other... They had Tim Pool on there, for God's sake, trying to, see, <laughs> trying to overthrow the American Republic. It wasn't even that bloody January 6th. So Dershowitz says... In the absence of any such designation, it would be possible for individual states to disqualify a candidate while others qualify him. It would also be possible for the incumbent president to seek to disqualify his rival or for any partisan Congress to do so. So they're relying on Biden and the Congress Mm. to try and disqualify him or for individual states to bar him from being on the ballot. So we could actually see a circumstance here where even if Trump is cleared of all charges, he's off the ballot in certain states. That's really bad. Yeah. So the electoral college will be heavily weighed towards the Democrats. And so, it's going to get to a point where just no one's going to accept this election no matter what. Which is not healthy. It's not healthy. But the last election that anyone accepted, I think, was 2016. Well, even then, you know, loads of, loads of people didn't. But the last election that went through without as much of a fuss mm. was 2012. Yeah, yeah. So that's a decade of contested elections for Americans. Mm. And it's now going to culminate in, I mean, this is the reason Roseanne Barr and Michael Malice have a multi thousand pound bet on Tim Cast that the 24, 24 election won't even happen in some way, sh- shape, or form. Interesting. Now, I'm not going to make that prediction just because I don't think you can make predictions at this point. No, Anything you could happen.
1: But uh, is, what do, you, do you think that that's likely in your opinion? I mean, crazy won't, conspiracy theory. It won't
0: sail through smoothly. No. And I wouldn't be surprised if Trump's name is not on some of the ballots. So. Yeah to what extent you can call that a safe, secure, and free election? And also, are they going to try and do mail-in ballots again, which we'll be discussing in the third segment? Yeah, looking despite forward to that one. Despite all of this, right? just finishing up, um, Trump is far and away. <laughs> I mean, that's not even... That's far, pretty. And this is real clear politics. And this is the aggregate, right? And this is after the debates yesterday. Yeah. So DeSantis has just tanked Blummety. his credibility from, he's gone down by half, more than half. He was 30 points, now down to 14. Ramaswamy's ticking up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's eligible to be VP, yeah. maybe. Trump's 55 yeah. points. Uh, I, get, well, I get
1: why he said, there's no point in me being there. It's basically a 7v1.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny that actually, you, you say that. So there's, there's been two things that have happened with that. Right before the debate happened, one of his PACs decided to make a battle for the vice presidency website about the, <laughs> about the debate. Now, I don't want to mock the debate because actually my friend runs an organization that helped put it together and he was actually interested in platforming all the candidates and he did really want Trump there. Mm. So there are some people within the Republican camp who do really care about having an open primary. Which is good. But this is quite funny because they just decided to make little placards of every candidate and just rip the piss out of them. And so Trump's just having fun with it despite (laughs) being politically persecuted. Everyone in the Trump camp's enjoying the fact that no one else is coming even close. And instead... They went straight to the people, and he did a long-form interview yes. with Tucker Carlson. Now, this wasn't nearly as substantive as it could have been. No, I think lots of people were hoping that he was going to announce Tucker as his running mate. Yeah, yeah, because that would have been the that would have dream been the icing
1: ticket. on the on the cake. But
0: look at the views. I mean, Fox News yeah. haven't even put up the debate in full. I would have included clips, guys, but but Fox have not released the full debate that they yeah. televised. This just bars Americans and also us overseas who have an interest in hoping the Republic stays in place from participating in. Our democracy, whatever. Yeah. Um, instead, they've got nearly 170 million views in less than 24 hours.
1: It's just astonishing. I watched this on the train up here. Yeah. Um, and there are some good sound bites, but... like
0: Kamala Harris speaking in rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is really a <laughs> Dr. Seuss character, and he's he's entirely accurate. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and actually, Trump's um, opinion that Joe Biden is so decrepit that they'll parachute in Gavin Newsom as the new. Guy, <laughs> I think that's probably correct. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Sh- they're going to position American Psycho as the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why Gavin Newsom's been going around and doing all his own debates and trying to promote yeah. Ron DeSantis and the like but it's obvious from Trump's approval ratings from the ability to draw crowds both online and in person from his his policy platform that is vengeful against the state which is persecuting him mm-hmm. they are just dragging him through the courts to get him off the ballot by any means necessary yeah. and so hopefully there are some people out there that are realizing slowly that Trump isn't actually that bad yeah. and by the the deep state coming out of the woodwork and making a mockery of the American justice process they're pushing more and more people over to the more sensible camp that will keep the country together. Yes. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll keep you updated on on future persecutions but but Godspeed the Trump camp I suppose.
1: Godspeed to them indeed.
0: Right. Let's cool. let's let's crack on with with sure.
1: obviously not a conspiracy. Obviously not a conspiracy theory. Now We're seeing at the minute what the media and the establishment have been calling global boiling. Yes. So you've heard that uh, term being coined recently. Um, Fires have mysteriously erupted throughout the world recently. We've had Greece, Turkey, Canada. La Palma has been a pretty uh, common one. And Maui in Hawaii, which has taken precedent in um, alternative media spaces and, of course, independent media. And the authorities have claimed that majority of these fires are due to arson's, um, and it's strange because the media and the establishment are, of course, saying that it's climate change. Yes, because they want to reinforce that narrative, right? They want to manufacture consent, of course. Exactly. But the one particular fire um, that we're going to look at, as I'm sure you've seen the title of the video, uh, is of course the Maui one, Um, because we don't actually know what caused it which is really weird because every other fire we know what's caused it now i'm not going to go down the route of what people have been saying online about dew's and things like that chinese
0: directed energy weapons yes
1: things like that
0: there was that weird instance where there were lights in the sky like last year wasn't there? yeah so i've i've heard that might be because they do have military bases around there mm-hmm. so it might be more likely that the us were testing something than the chinese were yeah
1: but i'm I'm not going to go down that route, okay? Right. Because as much as I've been tarred with the conspiracy theorist label a lot, yes. I'm not going to go down that route. So so I won't be saying anything about DEWs because, quite frankly, I don't know too much. No. Um, so I'd rather not speculate. But according to World Economic Forum paid Reuters, oh, right. um, on August the 8th, this wildfire, so they've claimed it's a wildfire already, even though we don't know what's caused it. Yes. So that's interesting um, to start with. Uh, ripped through Lahaina uh, on the island of Maui uh, with a population of around 13,000, and it's been a, a big uh, tourist hub which draws 2 million tourists a year, so it's quite a big hub. Uh, cadaver dogs and rescue workers have searched 85% of Lahaina. I hope I've said that right. Uh, child, child ruins for victims and officials. Um, they've said that it was likely that um, the, the toll would continue to rise. Now,
0: they said about a thousand plus people are missing, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Now, they've said that the death toll is around 114 people. It's now. going
0: to be a lot higher than
1: that. It's going to be a lot. Now, there have been some independent reporters on the ground. Um, I know Rebel News is over there with Alexa Lavoie and Lincoln Jay, who are doing fantastic work. And a guy called Nick Sorter is over there. Uh, and he's been challenging the mayor, which I'll show you very soon. Um, but they're claiming it's, it's around sort of 500, 600 is just the bare minimum. Um, but the mayor isn't saying anything, which we'll go into. Um, now, on the next part, there's been a media blackout in the country uh, where this letter was um, given to officials uh, where it says, uh, Homeland Security issued a letter asking Maori officials to pause on posting on social media and elsewhere of new imagery uh, and this was on the 19th of August, as you can see there. Uh, and the guy who posted this said, obviously, the guy has to remain anonymous. Yeah, uh, understandable. Um, very interesting. A media blackout on new imagery.
0: That's very interesting because so we saw this sort of messaging happen when there were the Paris riots. Yes, and Emmanuel Macron said, "Oh, if you post any TikToks." or Twitter clips of someone burning down department stores and of the diversity going out and firing RPGs at police stations, it's just gonna make it worse. it's like, mm. well, no, what makes it worse is that it's happening and you allowed it to happen. So, so just showing videos of it happening isn't encouraging it, it's actually saying, please go and sort it. Yeah, please so,
1: alert you to this problem. Basically. Yeah,
0: so making everyone else aware of your screw ups is inconvenient for the regime. Exactly. That's what I'm getting here. Exactly, that's, that's exactly what I'm getting.
1: Um, So we still don't know how it started and it's been since the 8th of August and we are now the 24th of August. So, a bit weird. Um, But what we do know is like a lot of disasters, it could have been prevented. And this is an article from Breitbart which reads, Maui Emergency Management Head resigns after questions of not sounding the alarm during the wildfires.
0: So, That's interesting because a couple of years ago as well, there was was a failure for the emergency alert system from Hawaii that said they were going to have a nuclear strike. Yeah. And people were like, uh, what? (laughs) They they were slow to release the, sorry, lads, false alarm. You're not all going to be burned to death. Well, well, they are now. It says uh, the resignation came after
1: a disastrous news conference on Wednesday wherein um, Andaya defended his decision to not activate sirens in Lahaina arguing that it would have sent people fleeing into the fires. Um, now, when a burglar alarm goes off, you don't go and make the burglar tea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't yeah. go and meet him. Point made. It, it, you alert to yes. there is an intruder, that you alert, in this case, there is a fire, get out. Yes. What logic did he come to to say that, oh, this alarm, this, oh, you know, when that goes off, it just means that people will be flooding into the fire really weird and there's a video uh, on this article of him saying that
2: you regret not sounding the sirens
1: I, I do not and the reason why and so
2: many people said they could have been saved if they had time to escape had a siren gone off they would have known <laughs> that there was a crisis emerging. and as we know so many bodies were found in the ground
0: do you want him, do you do him to give you the
2: answer or do, do you want the, let him finish let him finish His answer. Um, Sorry, there's a lot of people. Well, you're talking, and you're not letting him talk. If you want to talk, come up here. I'm ready for the answer. Then wait. The sirens, as I had mentioned earlier, is used primarily for tsunamis, and that's the reason why many of them are found. Almost all of them are found on the coastline. The public is trained to seek higher ground in the event that the siren is sounded. In fact. on the website of the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency, the firing guideline is provided. If you are in a low-lying area near the coastline, evacuate to high grounds, inland or vertically to the fourth floor and higher of a concrete building. Alerts may also come in the form of a wireless emergency alert. Had we sounded the siren that night, we were afraid that people would have gone mauka. And if that was the case, then they would have gone into the fire. And so that is the reason why our protocol has been to use WEA and EAS.
1: So his argument was, yes, that if the, if the alarm went off, uh, people would head towards the fire instead of away from it. Bit weird.
0: Yeah, but there's this, this sort of in- institutional incompetence mm. or otherwise, yeah. I think comes with the bureaucratization of risk. Yeah, So you get this with the stay-in-place orders, mm-hmm. as soon as an apartment block mm-hmm. sets alight and they trust that the fire department will will come in and put it out before anyone else gets harmed. But Mm. as funds trickle away from the fire departments, as you staff it with more incompetent people, and I'm not saying firefighters are incompetent, I'm just saying as as diversity hires and um, people who aren't as physically equipped to deal with these risks happen, you're going to get more avoidable tragedies. Then they are distrustful of the people to take the risk into their own hands, but also in outsourcing it, more people suffer because... The, the thing you've outsourced it to is less competent at dealing with the problem. And this is the kind of thing that happened with Grenfell, right? Yes. They didn't yes. check the exterior cladding, which was no. really flammable, and then they didn't evacuate people fast enough. And so people that didn't understand, particularly on the top floors, that didn't have as much time to get away, mm-hmm. that fire was going on, they just roasted in their homes. Yeah. And it was only the people that that took the, the risk upon themselves to go, no, no, I'm going to run and try and escape that got out of life. Exactly. Well, I did some digging,
1: as one curious journalist does. right? Uh, and this is a website called, well, it's the County of Maui Outdoor Warning Siren Testing because the guy in the video explained, well, uh, we've only got a few and it's all in water. That's a lie. Um, I did some digging and on this website it explains how the county has an all-hazard statewide outdoor warning siren systems placed across the county for all national disasters. In the video, I believe he argued that it only does for tsunamis. He flat out lied because it's right here. Uh, A monthly test is conducted of the Emergency Alert System, EAS, at 11.15 a.m., followed by a test of the outdoor warning sirens at 11.45 on the first state workday of each month. Um, This siren test consists of a 60-second steady tone. So it should have been working. It should have been working. And they even provided some quick facts on this website as well, which I'll read out uh, a few of them. Hawaii has the largest single integrated public safety outdoor siren warning system in the world. Um, The all-hazard siren system can be used for a variety of both natural and human-caused events, such as tsunamis, hurricanes, dam breaches, flooding, wildfires, volcanic eruptions, terrorist threats, hazardous material incidents, and more. And the siren's output is 121 decibels. That's pretty loud. Yeah. And it's tested every month. So why didn't it go off on this particular occasion? Well, it seemed to me that he chose not to sound the alarm. So that's pretty worrying, yeah. uh, to say the least. But it gets even weirder. Um, the residents needed water in order to put the fires out. Well, the water system collapsed, weirdly, on that day. Uh, So not only did the alarms mysteriously not work, but the water system didn't work to, in fact, fight the fire. And it said firefighters who rushed to contain the Maori wildfire, keep saying wildfire, even though we don't know what caused it, um, found fire hydrants were running dry, forcing crews to embark um, on a perilous rescue mission. What's your
0: thoughts? I'm I'm thinking this is the Jeffrey Epstein (laughs) of wildfire prevention.
1: Yeah. Well... There's been th- some theories going around. The Guardian. Oh, uh, according to the Guardian, the reason why there was no water to fight the fires was because of corporations, golf courses, and hotels.
0: Right. So that's interesting. If you can scroll up, Jack. Are you familiar with the author of this piece, Naomi Klein? Uh,
1: I've reckon I recognise that name. So Naomi Klein was a big Bernie supporter,
0: because of course, she's an open Marxist. However, she wrote a book. It was 2008. No, mm. it would have been slightly before. Shock doctrine and her thesis is for disaster capitalism disaster profiteering the government and the corporations will engineer disasters be it war in iraq
1: interesting or
0: be it the gulf war with mm-hmm. with reagan and thatcher uh-huh. in order to retain power and then act as the cleanup crew. for example biden giving his brother all of those housing development plans sure. in iraq in the aftermath so maybe she's suggesting that this <laughs> wildfire was allowed to be worse than, than it could have been and that lives were lost and area was cleared, earth was scorched, so that, well, the, the very profitable people that live on this island could, could come in and act as clean-up crew and gentrify the place.
1: Yeah, well, she blames big corporations, golf courses and hotels, but here's the Hawaiian water official who allegedly refused to release the water resources to let landowners fight the fire, where he explains the philosophy of how water is sacred, um, saying that the native Hawaiians treated water as one of the early manifestations of God, so very paganistic, um, and that we've become used to looking at water as something that we use and not only something that we revere. In other words, if that's true, and this is obviously posted by Charlie Kirk, that he refused to release the water resources, he's contributed to many of these deaths.
0: So, sure. And it could be a combination of um, culturally relativistic wokery that permits idiots like these to set policy. But it's also the thing of how convenient for the people that would like the place to be scorched earth to then rebuild atop the ashes, was it, to have this person in here which has a narrative as to why the water systems could be shut off so yeah. they could achieve their ends.
1: Well I was going to play the video. I don't think it's worth our time. Only be- I think we should just read a bit of what Charlie said. Um I think we've basically covered it. But uh it's I, I don't want to swear, but it's just a load of nonsense, yes. honestly, what he's yeah. what he's I'm, talking I'm about. I'm smelling
0: bovine excrement. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely.
1: Um so, yes, he's part of this strange philosophy, this paganistic philosophy of worshipping water. Um, and because of that, yeah, a lot of victims unfortunately right. died because of this. But the Guardian says it's golf courses, but he's out outright saying that it's no, we've got to protect water. Okay. Um, well, a local man explained how police actually blocked residents from leaving the area whilst the fire was ablaze, which is really interesting. Um, I've seen the full clip of this, so I managed to just find a quick 47 second one. It's strangely edited, but um, I think it it gives you a good idea.
0: So I
2: went around back to Front Street and all the cars were lined up, but none of them were moving. And I walked all the way from Safeway to the Chart House, not one car had moved. And I was wondering what was... Stopping the traffic, and I got to the end, and I looked up. There were no obstructions. There was no reason to keep those cars. And I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Well, I'm under orders to keep them here." And I said, "The fire is, is right around Safeway. It's going to hit Front Street. You know, these people got to get out of here." And he said, "I'm following orders." No way. And I so I just kept walking. I, well, maybe he you knows something I don't. You know. So, and I keep walking down the highway.
1: And I looked behind, no cars are coming out, still no cars coming out. And I started hearing boom, boom, boom. So what he just explained was that police had orders um, to stop residents from fleeing the area. Um, yeah, that's odd. And I thought, oh, it's just, you know, when you, when you take something, you've got to take it as face value to start with, but then you need yeah. sort of backup. You actually found something to back it up, and that's this. Um, according to a report by AP, the only road out of Lahaina was barricaded, and only those who disobeyed survived. So,
0: yeah, so so <laughs> this, is, this is my question. Like, How many of those cars were occupied when he walked to the front? Was it that people had abandoned them after being told, no, you can't, and tried to get away on foot, which presumably maybe wouldn't have been allowed to boss a police barricade? Hmm. Or were the cars already there to act as the barricade in and of themselves?
1: Well, it says here in this, uh, if we go to the first one, if that's okay. Yes. So deadly fires, many, yeah, this is the one. Uh, As flames tore through West Maori neighborhood, car after car fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety. Uh, And car after car was turned back towards rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to highway Thirty, um yeah that doesn't that doesn't sound good that, does it
0: no that 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 sense my 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 spidey sense of tingling i suppose yeah
1: and like i said you know i, I don't like to go down the conspiracy route even though i've been tired with that brush but still there's something weird yes. about that and there's at least people
0: to people who have to answer for their incompetence if it is that
1: yes well a journalist um, who I mentioned earlier, Nick Sorter, who's out there, um, flew to Maui um, to report. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's another. This one. one. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. Um, he flew to Maui to report on what's happening, and he asked the mayor. He confronted the mayor um, about how many children died in the fire, and the mayor seemed visibly. Mad, it says just hours after it began pressing the mayor of Maui super hard about children missing in the fire, I began to be stalked and harassed. Okay, so he asks the mayor these tough questions. All of a sudden, and we'll watch this clip. But he was on Steve Bannon's um, right. Steve Bannon's war room, um, talking about how he's questioned the mayor.
0: There's a guy that just materializes behind,
1: just him. comes out of nowhere. We don't know. He said he doesn't know who he is, and he's like. Uh, we'll play the clip, but he basically comes up to him and says, Hey Nick, uh I've been trying to look for you. I've been trying to find you and it's really creepy. Right. Um all yeah. ever since People he started asking here. the mayor questions. And so we'll play that. Hey what's up Nick? I've been
2: trying to reach you. I've been reaching out to you on X. Um you are supposed to be uh, meeting with people here. Who? What victims? Are uh, okay, yeah. So this is this is. So you're seeing this live right now. People actually tra- they yep. track. They tracked me down. You're staying in a tent. You said you're coming and staying in a tent. Eh? You're taking up uh, your resources. I'm, I'm not taking here. up any
1: resources here. People's yeah. minds here. A bit
0: creepy. That's unbelievably delusional.
1: It's really weird. So n- nobody knows who this guy is. Uh, the guy came out of nowhere and just started harassing him and, and stalking him afterwards after he'd done the show with Bannon. Uh, and then he just, once again, materialized into air. Nobody knows where he is. Nobody knows who that guy is. Pretty weird. So there seems to be a strange thing where there's a lot of intimidation tactics going around because we don't know if that's person's, that person is a, is a local. We don't know if they work for someone
0: work for the government if they
1: work for the government or or someone like that
0: if they're privately contracted by the exact kind of people that would be the cleanup crew yes, right yes
1: very very weird um very scary so then you've spoken a lot about potential land grab yeah people that might
0: benefit from the scenario being worse than it could have otherwise been
1: which is what we're going to go on to next and this one's by yahoo um, developers are actually trying to purchase the land. And oh, the survivors, really? Yes, the survivors are actually saying no. Um, now, I thought, originally when I was looking into this, I thought, is it normal for landowners or developers to buy up places that have been decimated by fires or, or wars and things As like that? As they're still burning, though. Exactly. This is
0: literally before the bodies are cold. We don't even know how many people have died on the on
1: Exactly. It's too quick. That's the, that's the weird thing. You usually, once, once there's been, you found out the cause of the, of the fire, once you found um, that there's been a resolution and that people can move on with their lives, then developers will come in and go, right, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. They're already trying, they're phoning people that are still in Maui to say, hi, um, yeah, we'd like to buy some of your land and property already. That's strange. Um, so Yahoo doesn't exactly say who is trying to invest, but we can have a good guess because back in July 2021, um, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory um, have assured that... Unfortunately, I don't think we can get that up, but um, it's That's on... Right. It's,
0: in the, it's in the website, I'm reading this in the description.
1: Perfect. Um, well, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory, N-R-E-L, have assured everyone that maui will become 100 percent renewable
0: right so this is interesting because when the wildfires in greece happened yes a little bit before yeah that happened there was a development company that wanted to buy up a large swath of the land for wind turbines yes because of course lots of the renewables like solar which would be very profitable in there's a flying here, I hate this. I said a Mike Pence moment. Very very profitable in a sunny place like Hawaii. Yes. Might be interested in needing a large amount of land. Well, it's interesting you say that,
1: and you can read this um, for yourself. Uh, Maui has signed up to the Sustainable Development Program.
0: Of course, everyone does for
1: the UN. Yep, For the UN and World Economic Forum as well. Um, Just to slip that in there. Um, But they're not waiting until 2045, which you can read on that, uh, to meet Hawaii's clean energy, energy mandates, um, the island is likely to become the first interconnected electric transmission system anywhere to operate with 100% wind and solar PV power on an instantaneous uh, basis.
0: And it's very beneficial for the Americans to have, just off their coast, a reliable yeah, generation satellite state which could use undersea cables to... perfect.
1: Okay, it's very yep. fishy, very fishy. Um, well, there seems to be a, a big corporate take-home with this. I mean, like you just said, uh, and yes, going green is very profitable for corporations yes. these days, especially you've spoken a lot about ECG and stuff ESG, like that. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, ECG, ESG, sorry. Um, but a few notable people that have expanded their property um, in Maui for the last few months before this disaster um, Oprah Winfrey, right, uh, is is one of them where she bought up more than eight hundred and seventy acres for six point six million dollars. Um, so she now owns a total of over a thousand acres on Maui. Right. Um, many celebrities obviously have property in Maui.
0: Oh, and Jeff Bezos, who's investing heavily into green tech. Yes,
1: oh. and Peter Thiel, the founder of PayPal. Oh, right. yeah Also has uh, purchased homes there. I think one of them is $27 million, which he purchased back in 2011.
0: Are you aware of some of his other investments? I
1: think a few of them, yeah. I've,
0: I've, done, I've done a report on the website titled The Real Vampires of Silicon Valley. <laughs> He's very interested in anti-aging technology.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't want to necessarily get demonetized for talking about the anti-aging. No, no just, uh... just,
0: just... I don't trust these people. I'll no, put it that I way. Don't, yeah.
1: Put it that way. You know, there are other celebrities there like Jim Carrey has like some properties there I think a guy from a particular band um gosh forgot the band's name but um it it should be on there for you guys to read anyway um so that's strange also speaking of Jeff, Jeff Bezos um Bill and Melinda Gates got married on that particular island as well at a golf course who supposedly stole a lot of the water there, according to the Guardian, right. So there's a strange sort of circle of people there that have a lot of vested interest in the island, and uh, well, it's it's resources. Put it that way.
0: Okay. Yeah, this stinks, to I it? Yeah, it stinks, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think Naomi Klein's probably right on this one.
1: Yeah. Um, there was one last um, link that I didn't put in, so I'll just have to rattle it off. Unfortunately. It's from the communist hellhole TikTok. Right. Um, so, you know, take this with a pinch of salt. People have been uploading um, videos or screenshots of eviction notices for people or survivors that didn't have their properties uh, burned by the fire. Um, so still withstanding. Um, but the mayor has turned around and said, no, you're still having an eviction. Uh, you've got to be out by this date.
0: Is this because they didn't pay their rent or is it because no. they're saying that it's an unsafe. Yeah. Right. So it's only unsafe because you didn't sound the warning sirens and you yeah. stopped the water. But you still got to get out anyway.
1: Yeah. And I did have a link to um to people basically showing these eviction notices because there's a couple. Um but um unfortunately I didn't add it to this to this list. So apologies for that. But you can find them. Um unfortunately you just have to ravage through that hellhole that is TikTok.
0: Or wait till they're reposted to Twitter. True. Yes.
1: I could be doing that, yeah. I
0: suppose speaking of twitter um probably the the person with the best response to this probably the americas president
1: yes well i was going to say to wrap it up the leader of the free world is showing well i mean just look how much he cares
0: yeah so i i've seen this fact checked fact checked <laughs> Oh, right, yes the debunked yeah yeah yep. uh, under, underneath there was a there was a community notes on the original thing that i sent you for this that said no he's just bowing his he's head he's bowing his, his head, head. So I, I opened the link <laughs> that they provided, which is the original C SPAN clip, and I watched the clip in full. And it's a very slow, yes, very tired mono,
1: head like, bowel, mono tired. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that yeah. takes a couple of minutes for his eyes to close. So maybe <laughs> well, he a was long just really mournful. Oh or, yes. Or he's got dementia. Yeah, or
1: well, he's got something wrong with him yes and he can't seem to keep his eyes open um yeah so that's what biden and the establishment i think it sums it up really yeah. perfectly i mean as much as you know we're taking the mick it actually sums up how much the establishment and the media really care yeah. about the indigenous that have been um well there's thousands of people missing potentially um and hundreds dead hundreds dead
0: and yet their communities are still being torn apart for seeming profit of international
1: seeming seeming yes um, so it's strange how the, the establishment left care to go against corporations all these years but now all of a sudden it's no no we we like that because it's green bit weird but that's me
0: if I might say that was fantastic thank you it's very good thank you very much I, I, I knew that was something dodgy but right okay anyway there you go speaking of something dodgy and and, and science doesn't make sense I suppose mask mandates are coming back enjoy that enjoy that Americans uh, (laughs) according to sources inside the federal government who have linked themselves to conspiracy theorists remember yes Alex Jones conspiracy theorist I denounce Mm. everything Alex Jones has ever said particularly Compliments to Blair White, bit weird, mate. But there you go. Right, so let's let's examine the, the slow mission creep of the mask mandates returning and mm. how they never actually worked in the first place, which we can now say on YouTube. It turns out, even though right, that will probably be cancelled. I think I will make a video now. Yeah, we're we're doing it here yeah Uh, speaking of cults that believe in total bs you can subscribe to our website for as little as five pounds a month to get my colleague josh's excellent series contemplations where in this second part of his coverage of cults he talks about osho the the weird indian cult about sex magic um yeah they relocated to portland and then one of their people started poisoning loads of people
1: Is this the same? because there was that woman that went on whatever podcast recently and she said that she was only bits, only clips. Because unfortunately, I know, I know. (laughs) Unfortunately, I get bombarded with it on my timeline. I've 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 blocked it. I've blocked it. Have you? I I refuse
0: to be blackpilled. But what did this woman say?
1: Um, She said she was part of this sex, um, sex, what was it called? It was very similar to this. It was this strange um, monk sort of type sex ritual oh yeah because the monks often
0: known for their sex yes
1: very much so I see think
0: I, I would be surprised if it was Osho but there are basically <laughs> most cults come down to let me shag your wife I mean that was David Koresh that was Jim Jones it's going to be the next one that Josh covers seriously go watch Josh's content. like this is this is a really interesting discussion. He puts a lot of work into contemplations and he's a really lovely lad. So I'm, I'm glad to glad to work with a fella. Anyway, enough <laughs> kissing his backside. Speaking of ways you can get horrible infectious diseases, um, let's talk about the Mars panda So <laughs> Canada is is monitoring its its brand new COVID variant, the uh, petrifying name, BA point two point eight six. That's a slight number is what that
1: is. That's a flight <laughs> Well, you number.
0: would know because you used, to, no, work used as a, to work as a flight attendant. Yeah, so that's a flight number. You've just, a couple of years on, you've just got to scrubbing the fake tan off your skin to look, to look normal again. Yeah. <laughs> Easy jet wing. Anyway, so the WHO, bastions of credibility, have been, have been monitoring this and they said this is, this is a variant under monitoring due to the large number of mutations identified. Cases have been identified in the US, Denmark, the UK and Israel, though fewer than 10 confirmed cases have been reported worldwide as in Friday. Sorry. Large number of mutations right okay good less than less than 10 cases anyone dead <laughs> oh, no? no we're all good no it because
1: New Zealand all because, over again
0: because what happens is with a virus that mutates uh, it gets less deadly the virus doesn't like killing off its host because otherwise the virus dies as well right. enough. that's kind of how the, the common cold works mm. so but I, I suppose i'm just a conspiracy theorist yeah. but, conspiracy theory yep. that is so yeah, in, yeah. in the UK the, the health security agency who have always looked out for our best interest mm-hmm. have said this past friday and detected one case in an individual with no recent travel history which suggests a degree of community transmissibility within the UK or it suggests that if they haven't travelled anywhere but they've got a case that the virus is somehow mutating independent of transmission from country to country which means it's always going to happen anyway so no, not, not, not another thing to lock down, which didn't bloody work <laughs> either. We'll get, we'll get into that later. So Josh recently covered how they're using this as an excuse to, to lock us all down again. You can go watch his segment. A lot, lot of Josh love in this one, I suppose. Um, good man. Anyway, so he's pointed out that the Susan Michie, do you remember her? Stalin's yes, nanny? Yes, of yeah, course. Former head, head of SAGE, member of the British Communist Party for yes. all of her life, including her daughter and her husband. But, but there you go. She said we should wear masks permanently. Of course. She's now chairing the WHO's Technical oh. Advisory Group on Behavioral Insights and Sciences for Health. So she's the one saying this. I wonder if she has any other vested interests that are no. ideologically situated. No. But, but nope, definitely safe, secure, impartial, trust the science. Anyway, so, so there's, there's suggestions, as of experts in New York, that we should be returning to wearing masks because summer surge of cases is happening right now. Less than 10. Surge. All right. Recent data from the New York State Department of Health released August the 2nd showed that COVID cases spiked 55% over the prior week with an average of 824 cases per day across the state. Anyone dropping in the streets? Um,
1: no, but I do remember the videos. Do you remember that from China? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Everyone yeah. was dropping dropping dead and, and just collapsing. Yeah, so either,
0: either that variant was really, really lethal or it was a psyop.
1: It could be. I, I think the latter, personally. Conspiracy theorist. Oh no! I mean,
0: I'd be more worried about people dropping dead in the streets in New York, of you know, all the violent crime and being pushed the rat the subway, infestation, cars, <laughs> yeah, fentanyl, yep. the riots. You know, that that would that would be more concerning. But hey ho, I'm a conspiracy theorist anyway. Of course. So the, the rise in COVID nineteen cases isn't limited to New York. The CDC recorded ten thousand three hundred twenty hospital uh, admissions for COVID nineteen in the week ending the fifth of August, a fourteen point three percent increase from the week prior. However, despite alarmist headlines about a summer surge. Sorry, New York Post. Yeah, yeah. Despite that. You mean yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the, Read the room. All right-wing press is containment. Like, they have an OnlyFans tag. They, they unsolicited. I've seen some of that. It's awful. Yeah, you've put the of them. I bet. <laughs> Back to the whatever podcast. Coffee your no. um, It's no. ticking up a bit, says David Dowdy, an infectious disease specialist at John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. Um, but it's not something we need to raise any alarm bells over.
1: Of course. Even
0: though you're yeah. Sorry. thing about it. Again, Raise yeah, okay, but, but all right. Um, just conspiracy theory. Anyway, so, so how are the Biden administration going to react to the new variant? We'll go over to the Gateway Pundit who have written down the exclusive scoop from Infowars before we hear from the, the frog merchant himself. <laughs> um, so they've said that a high-level TSA agent reached out to Infowars detailing on Tuesday a meeting where TSA managers were informed of a new memorandum and policy that would re-implement mask wearing for TSA and airport employees starting in mid-September. According to the TSA official. By mid-October, mask wearing will be mandated for pilots, flight staff, there you are, passengers, Mm -hmm. and all airport patrons. Following this disclosure from the TSA official, Infowars reached out to a trusted border patrol source, so multiple sources and multiple federal agencies, also in a managerial position. The source corroborated the directives, confirming that similar measures were being planned for border patrol personnel. Right. So, the southern border could be totally and utterly open. Joe Biden can sell off all of the war materials that weren't used to finish it mm-hmm. after the Trump administration. You could have millions of illegals flooding into your country, bringing over Chinese fentanyl, trafficking children, bringing violent crime. Some, I assume, are good people. But TSA agent who's just got to stand there and watch them walk over the border without doing anything, got to wear a mask, though. Of course, mate. So effective. So multiple agencies are now doing this. But, all right, let's, let's listen to Alex talk about the, the scoop for himself in this little clip. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I got a
2: call <laughs> yesterday. An individual was in town. And they wanted to meet with me that I know well, and they are a high-level manager in the TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, the managers and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done, they were told this is happening, this is not hypothetical, you will all have to wear a mask again and so will airport employees. Then by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, Well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may, you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. And then they were told. We expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. So. Yes.
0: I am very glad that it's just Alex Jones, mm. Because of course it isn't true. Right. Of course it isn't. He's never been no, right he's, that, he's never been right about anything. That's no. not like he has loads of printouts on his desk of you know, respective bits of evidence or... It's not like it would be really conveniently timed ahead of an election year. Yes, Everyone yes. Everyone locked in their homes to have people in red states have it be harder to vote and, and to have lots of mail-in ballots mm. through in, in Democrat strongholds. I believe that. Has, has that happened before? No, I've reliably been informed that it was safe and secure. Oh, okay. Yeah, Same. that's all right. Yeah, so, so it, thank God that he's wrong. Uh, oh, oh, damn. Damn. That's, well... This, this isn't good, is it?
1: Ah. Yeah, that's,
0: that's not good. Not really. ah. So it turns out that uh, Morris Brown College will begin classes, so they, they just started last week, but now requires all students and employees to wear face masks. But the officials say there have been no confirmed COVID-19 cases among oh. students, but they've received reports from other schools in the Atlanta University Centre. So other schools have had cases. But they haven't adopted mask policies. So preemptively, you're adopting a mask policy at the same time that all the federal agencies are saying we're going to bring mask policies back. Interesting. The mask mandate is a precautionary move for the next 14 days. Morris Brown College will also not allow any parties or large student gatherings on campus during this time. Just remember, two, three weeks to stop the spread. Of course. That's what it was. That's fine. was It wasn't, wasn't two years. 1,200 days now to
1: stop the spread. I don't know the exact date. But... Well, because,
0: you know, the vaccines are all safe and effective. Of course. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Other precautionary measures include temperature checks upon campus arrival, social distancing, and contract tracing. Morris Brown College does have a vaccine requirement; for students with religious and medical exemptions allowed. So you have to have a vaccine to appear at Morris Brown College. Ah, uh, because it, well, oh, cause protect, it, cause it's because it, has been, because it, could protect am I allowed you. to say this? Cause, oh, because it's been working so well. Yes, but um, well, it protects you, doesn't it? So so yeah, that's why that's why everyone that's, else. Yeah, because if you get it. Yes. If
1: you get the shot, yes, that will protect you. But then, in turn, it should protect me because you'll be all right. But because that means it would stop the virus. Oh, hang on a minute.
0: Pfizer should hire you as a salesman. Yeah. Anyway, they should. So, so it turns out Rutgers also have a COVID vaccine mask mandate as well. Just another another <laughs> university. That's bit weird um we've had to use an archive here because it's region blocks i hate every website that does that <laughs> i know i'm just complaining and i'm petty you me <laughs> more than 100 schools will require students to be vaccinated in order to attend class in person according to no college mandates a group that tracks covid19 policies in higher education a smaller number of schools including rutgers and georgetown still require indoor masking mm-hmm. rutgers said incoming students must abide by covid19 vaccine mandates according to the school website the vaccine mandate it says there will be no exceptions, but it also says an evaluation of exception requests will be made on a case-by-case basis. So it's very just capricious and arbitrary. But of course, because it protects you, you have to have it.
1: Are you not bored? Because I'm so bored of all of this nonsense. I mean, I was bored since day one, really. Um, but it's now... We, we had three years of just... Um, I don't like I don't want... Gander? Yeah. Relentless psyops, okay? Every single day, the gaslighting was unbelievable from not even being able to leave your home to saying actually i'm young i'm healthy i don't need this i'm not going to say exactly that because you know um, you know seeing this all crop up again, I actually didn't believe it initially that this was all going to happen again because I thought, okay no it will be it, sh- it will be something else. it usually is you move on to another type of psyop, a new too. current thing a new current thing exactly or." a new message but seeing all this happen all over again i mean the country i'm not sure about america i can't speak on america's behalf but i reckon this country has some sort of strange ptsd when it comes to uh, covid and and, and all of that stuff that we had to endure so i don't see this working personally
0: i see it working for a large portion of the population who will literally go along with anything. Yeah, and this is why. Maybe um, I'm naive. I'm not. No, no, no. I, I think I think you're optimistic, and I think a lot of people were woken up by COVID, and lots of people, like my yeah. family, were largely apolitical, despite me being in the house. And now they've got no time for it. Like, yeah. Even the ones that got the jabs are completely disaffected. Only, yeah. only one of my family members I think will go along with it, but that's just because, bless her heart, she's just not not brilliant with unplugging from the bbc but it's
1: like my parents
0: (laughs) yes well many such cases unfortunately but i i'm not surprised that you seem confused as to how they could recycle this and get away with it because often the npc updates it's it's like a new software patch true it'll go from from ukraine to pride Month to climate crisis global boiling you know all these all these things but but what they've done is as with the games industry they've got a spate of remakes now and people just Buy any of the old true. sold back to them. It's so, true. So this is
1: this is this Good is a order bonus. Yeah, this is DLC. Uh, yeah, brilliant.
0: yeah, brilliant. Yeah, the, the 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 Alex Jones GameSpot exclusive <laughs> leak of whatever total slop Activision are going to sell us for the next year. Anyway, I'm stretching this analogy a bit far. Right, let's, <laughs> let's go on to let's go on to the next one. Turns out that um, Lionsgate, big, big yes, studio, see this, yeah, now got a mask mandate as well. Isn't that curious? Yeah. So this is COVID cases in Los Angeles. Apparently they're on the rise. How many? Don't know. They've brought back the mask mandate for nearly half of the company's employees at its flagship office in Colorado Avenue, Santa Monica. The policy change was announced internally by Sam McElroy, response manager for Lionsgate Stars, in an email, a copy of which was obtained by Deadline. Employees must wear a medical-grade face covering, surgical mask KN95 or N95, when indoors, except when alone in an office with the door closed, actively eating, actively drinking at their desk or workstation, or if they are the only individual present in a large open workspace. I'm done, mate. Right, so if you're the atomized individual that has zero human contact, you can breathe freely.
1: Yes. It just reminds me of going into a restaurant and saying, oh, no, 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 mask when you sit down but when when you sit down suddenly COVID just magically disappears yes. or you're on the train you're eating a sandwich yeah. suddenly COVID just goes oh no they're
0: not touching yeah we're well touch well COVID else. of course counts scotch eggs as substantial meals therefore
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it leaves past midnight yeah because we need to close everything down at, at an earlier time to stop mm.
0: yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yep. that
1: works yeah. yeah
0: definitely so you can see the corporate press mobilise of course CNN published yesterday it may be ah, time to break out the masks against course. COVID some experts say, I'm not even going to read from this because the no. answer, as, as per typical CNN, is just rubbish. Yeah. It's, it's mainly just waffle. But reminder, none of these measures actually worked. So I'm going to go, to go to Newsweek. Did face masks help you fight COVID? Scientists want you to wear yours again. And so this is a quote. Yes, they do work. There are many lines of evidence that show they do from clinical population and laboratory studies. This is an epidemiologist, Raina McIntyre, a professor of global biosecurity at the Kirby Institute in in the University of New South Wales, Australia. But what we refer to as masks vary from cloth masks to surgical masks to an N95 respirator. A cloth mask provides the least protection, it's a comfort blanket, and an N95 the most. But even a cloth mask is better than nothing against Uh. SARS-CoV-2, as shown in a large US study. Very few people actually wore the N95s. Yeah. Also, the COVID particulates are so small that they're imperceptible to the to the eye. So they can move through the rather large bits of fabric from your Chinese manufactured blue disposable face nappy. Right. Yes. It, it's just it's not worth it. But okay, whatever. The 2022 study from the Center of Disease Control found that between February and December 2021, using a face mask or respirator in public settings indoors was associated with lower chances of becoming infected with COVID 19. Cloth masks were associated with a 56% lower risk. Surgical masks, 66%. Respirators, 83%. Note. Infected. Infected. So they're saying that, in aggregate, the less people that get infected, the less people are die. You would think that, obviously, the vaccine prevents against hospitalization and death. So now that everyone's vaccinated, it's, it's all right. So you're, you're protected. So it shouldn't, shouldn't matter, right? Okay? Yeah. But But infected. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yep. So they, they go on to talk about other studies and, and all of this. And, and they, they mentioned the Lancet at one point in here. A 2022 meta-analysis of 44 studies published in the Lancet found that face masks were associated with lower chance of infection. N95 masks provided the most protection over cloth masks. Well, well speaking of the Lancet, I've, I've got a study here from the far-right Institute, Bill Amin and the Gates, um, <laughs> which which looked at all US states Ah, looks oh, interesting. mask mandates and lockdowns and social distancing and the mm-hmm. vaccine. Now, of course, Bill Gates has absolutely no conflict of interest in saying the vaccine was safe and effective. So, so he comes out with a very neutral conclusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> State government's use of protective mandates were associated with lower infection rates, as were mask use. Lower mobility and higher vaccination rate, while vaccination rates were associated with lower death rates. Wait a minute. Vaccination rate was associated with lower death rates. Only the vaccination rate?
1: Only the vaccination rate.
0: So nothing else worked? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting, but all right. Yeah, yeah. Mandate propensity, which was a uh, summary measure that captures the state's use of physical distancing and mask mandates, was associated with a statistically significant and meaningfully large reduction in the cumulative infection rate, but not the cumulative death rate. It's a direct quote from this. So one of the largest meta-analyses by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Said that masks don't bloody work.
1: Just, I was going to say they kerbane themselves. Basically, it's just
0: well, but 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 good thing that they, in saying that the vaccine is the only thing that works, don't don't have any incentive to say that, right? It's not like they'd, they'd be making any money from. No, oh, of course being not. The, no, only, no. The, so we can trust trust the science. Trust okay, the science and, cases, right, and masks, the masks. Masks don't work. And, and speaking of the science, there was also this giant study. So it links into it from here. This is a study from the far right institute. John Hopkins University. You know that thing we referenced earlier in the New New York Times? Yeah, so they did a meta-analysis of just a small number of studies, 19,646 on measures taken to protect populations against COVID infection. They found the difference in mortality between lockdowns and not locking down was 3.2%. So in England, that's 1,700 deaths. 1,700 people might, might have been saved. And that's not taking into account this cancer diagnoses and the yeah. heart attacks and the sudden deaths and the suicides, suicides yeah. and all of the uh, IQ points and mm-hmm. social skills shaved off of children's development yes. periods and, and all the poverty that's gonna result in starvation in the third world. Yes, But but 1,700 people were ah. saved by, by the science. Brilliant. Yeah. It says it only reduced COVID deaths by a maximum of 10.7%. Right. Okay, so that's 23,000 deaths in Europe, um, 16,000 deaths in the US, and during this period, just a reminder, there were 74,000 COVID deaths in England and Wales alone. Right. So, not, not great. So the, the study concludes, very moderate opinion, you know, they, they weigh up things very very fairly, and so, so mass mandates might still work, right? The science of lockdowns is clear, and the data are in. The deaths saved were a drop in the bucket compared to the staggering classical costs involved.
2: Right, so I don't have that much confidence <laughs> in
0: masks, and 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 and, but maybe let's still man it. Maybe there's nothing lost by wearing them. Right, if they make people feel better, right, even if they don't really work, if they make people feel better, there's no trade-off. Right, you're just wearing a mask. What's what's the problem? It uh, turns out there's more of them in the ocean than jellyfish. Yeah, of course. So that's that's a bit of an issue, especially yep. when they're made of microplastics. And yep. Oh, I wonder who wrote this. Oh, it's me. Oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> of, the, of the 58.8 million masks used in the UK during the peak of the pandemic, 53.3 million went straight to landfill. There were right. 129 billion masks worn every month worldwide. 90% of these were thrown away after one use. That was 3 million binned every minute. So that's an wow. estimated... 1.6 billion masks that made their way into the ocean in 2020 so that's 5,500 metric tons of annual mask pollution and that means that they now outnumber the number of jellyfish in the sea do
1: you know who never brought that up go on Greta oh yes yeah, strangely how she dare never, you yeah how dare yeah <laughs> ha- she never brought that up I wonder why
0: yeah, It's almost like um, ingesting microplastics and yeah, making it so that mm. loads of women and children in sweatshops in the third world making these to the profit of the Chinese who unleashed it on us in the first place would be an issue if you were caring about the climate or, or social justice or whatever. Mm. Buckshot buzzword you want to fire out at any point <laughs> of the day. But, but, but point being, um, masks didn't bloody work. No, The government wants to foist them on you again, particularly if you're an American. They're probably going to foist them everywhere else because we are a vassal state of the Americas and of all of the international bodies like the WEF and the WHO at this point and just think to yourself what if they didn't work why do they want it
1: exactly don't comply
0: and with that let's go to the comments right fantastic mm. on the first segment Baron von Warhawk I'm on a college campus there are still people who hate Trump with every bit of their heart and believe Biden is a kindly old man who's improving America <laughs> I don't even think he's improving the state of his underpants at no. this point. I don't think things will change um, well you say that Tim Paul raises a valid point. Did you see the the survey recently that said that boys in 12th grade are trending more conservative?
1: Yes, I did. The The um, analysis showed that women were trending more uh, liberal and it was the polar opposite for men. Yes. And there's this stark contrast. I saw that.
0: You know but, what, how old 12th grade is?
1: It's pretty young. End of high school? Yeah.
0: So there's going to be a large cohort.
1: There's going to be a massive...
0: Of yeah. Trump supporters are now flowing into
1: into voting. Which yeah.
0: aren't being polled yet.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That's looking good. This should be interesting. Yes, yeah, it should be very interesting. Of
0: course, thinking that, oh, we're on the website now. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that the Democrats are bloody rigged it again. Mm. So, which they're trying to, obviously. Um, Richard, whether true or not, the public mis- mudslinging reveals the intent and political nature of all of those legal manoeuvres. The Justice Department has been less than candid throughout the whole affair. It's a disgrace. The process is the prosecution. Yeah. Omar Awad. Trump is a self-fulfilling presidency. The harder that they try to ruin him, the more they expose themselves for what they are and thus bring about the result they were trying to avoid in the first place. And well, his poll numbers did go up after the first indictment. Kevin Fox. Any chance when they finished with Trump, all these folks piling cases against him could come to the UK and show the same vehemence against our own MPs? No, because they're part of the regime. Like, true. Part of the establishment. I was having <clears> this <throat> discussion with Bo. Um, yesterday, mm. and Bo has a complete and blanket vitriolic hatred of everyone in the Conservative Party, which I can understand. At yeah, a high resolution. And I was saying, genuinely, I know a couple of people who are relegated to the backbenches that are trying to do things.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's
0: less than a handful. Sincerely, it's probably about three or four.
1: It's not good.
0: No, and the fact that they can continually sabotage the country and fail upwards yeah. without consequence means that they're serving some kind of higher regime interest
1: u k politics is so not only sluggish but so depressing. do you find that it's just and just that little statistic there of just a rough a rough hand um of three people that are just willing to make proper change and actually you know turn this country um into a better place to live is just ah oh, it's just so demotivating right
0: yeah but i uh I see it as an excuse for. I, I see it as the impetus for us trying to bend things towards our will. Sure, I've got a phrase in mind that I'll use off air for you because I don't want to play my hand. Okay, all right, okay. But, yes. We'll have a chat. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> um, S.H. Silver, before we go into the comments for, for for yours in a bit. Um, the administrative state is so brazen that not only making unconstitutional changes against Trump, but also his lawyers, it shows the sheer desperation to damage the man. They know Biden is a dead weight in approval and health and no one on the demo GOP field has, has the, can stop the inevitable rematch. Well, that's if Biden makes it there. Mm. Yeah, simple. Um, apparently, this one is fiery from Baron von Warhawk, so I'll read it out. You guys must be dumb as a stump. <laughs> I mean, there are better oh, ways yeah. to interact with people you don't know, but there you go. <laughs> but thanks for the money, everyone. I suppose. If you think this will end well for Trump, when did I say that? If he's innocent, the feds will simply falsify evidence to put him away. Truth will prevail, as you say. Well, it hasn't prevailed yet, so why should it start now? I'm not saying truth will prevail in the justice system. No. Truth will prevail for the people who For the be- wider audience. Yes. And, yeah. and yes, populism is a delusion. Um, mm. However, the American Republic was forged by an armed populace that yes. decided to overthrow a tyrannical government. Uh-huh. Um, we cannot endorse it happening again. No. Wouldn't, wouldn't be able to. No. Anyway, Lord Nerevar, the establishment <laughs> seems to do anything possible to throw petrol on the fire of popular support for Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but they, they, they see a war of all against all coming. And they just think they can win. Um, do you want to do a couple from yours? Yeah, sure.
1: Uh, S.H. Silver says um, that the residents are still reeling from this and are unsure of what happened uh, and where their government was. While the property developers are already confident enough to start lining up, it definitely seems like they know something that we don't. Yes. I agree. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. Omar says one death is a tragedy, but one million deaths is a statistic. Somewhere in between is property development. Burn back better. That's
0: that's very good That's comment. a good tagline. Yeah.
1: Henry says notice how they shut the reporter down when he's about to uh, insinuate that the guy in the press conference was directly responsible for the deaths. Clearly, someone spotted the potential class action suit, even if criminal charges elude him. It's very true. Um, Desert Rat says so he feels that water on the island islands is a sacred representation of deities and he decides to hold it hostage.
0: Yeah, makes sense. And also, <laughs> what, so the people aren't sacred as well. So so let me just get this straight. Uh, nature worship, good. Human yeah, lives, bad. Well. well, that fits with the green agenda, right? Yeah, it definitely does. It's mm. just, uh, if you were a god, um, <laughs> I know it's hard to imagine, it's not, very, but not yeah. very difficult for me, but, you know, if you were a god, wouldn't you want like people to worship you? course rather than just nothing of course
1: well that makes sense right. yeah it makes sense yeah. Sorry. right Um, Baron again uh, pretty weird that these celebrity and CEO houses didn't burn but the poor folks were cooked alive in their cars makes you really think doesn't it yes and um, there was actually accounts I think one of the journalists was saying that they spoke to people on the ground there and the victims were saying that they saw like babies' bones on top of like cars and things like that so it's a really serious Obviously, it's serious anyway, but yeah. to have those accounts like, and to, and to actually listen to that, it's just chilling. It's awful. Um, David Fisher says, On Maui, an American friend of mine told me yesterday that it was due to the lack of investment into maintenance on their power grid and was likely caused by an electrical uh, substate, substation failure. I haven't seen anything in the media on this, but the guy is well connected. It will be interesting to see if anything comes out of the media. Um, I mean... I mean, it's not, maybe. It's not impossible. It's not impossible,
0: but also, they have the most advanced alarm system in the world. In so the I world, didn't it go off.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, all right then.
1: Uh, next one. Yep. Uh, Screw tape lasers says, "I'm afraid that Maui is just another symptom of civilizational decline. Rome lost the knowledge to operate their aqueducts. Uh, Russia doesn't know how to fix its manufacturing tooling. Uh, no one is coming to save you. Be prepared."
0: Yes, but um seems that the decline is more profitable for some than for for others. Do we want to do one last one? One last one, yeah. Um,
1: We'll do uh, Stan 95 I tend to see the fires as more of an incompetence of government than deliberate conspiracy. Uh, As with the California wildfires during Trump's presidency, they just refused to use their funds to do the necessary forest management. Um, Too busy paying for their welfare programs. I don't think big business... Sorry. I don't think big businesses coming in to buy property is evidence because they will always try to strong arm property at its weakest value. Uh, value Predatory business practice seems more correlation than causation. Blackouts in media is the conglomerate protection of a Democrat president, government, mayor um, who all continue to stumble. Um, see, there's part of that that I do agree with, but there's obviously parts that you just cannot explain. Yes. Um, and that People, journalists are demanding answers on the ground there, and and listening to people challenge. The only people that are challenging the mayor um, on this are independent reporters. No other reporter is daring to go in and ask the real questions, especially with the bodies, especially with like you saw the clip of um, the guy questioning about the alarm system. There's just too much going on that raises too many eyebrows, and. The key is to ask questions. So I think both sides—you can't come to a a foregone conclusion just yet. So I agree that you can't just like continuously say it's just a conspiracy, or continue to say that it's just uh, mismanagement. I think we have to ask questions, and we have to be transparent and open with it. And if we're not getting the answers, it raises more eyebrows to the conspiracy side.
0: And also, if you can list all of those systemic failures there. Yeah. If you can spot them, what is to say that they the, don't that they that. don't know. They don't yeah. know yeah. that these will be overlooked, have no accountability and so they could allow them to happen to then profit off the aftermath. Again, Roma Manuel, one of Obama's closest advisors, is famous for saying, "Never let a good crisis go to waste." Yes, he and did say that, yeah. It does seem that they're doing that again. Um right I suppose that we're almost uh, we're pretty much out of time. Uh, where can where can people find you on the internet, mate?
1: So, um, Lewis Brackpool obviously is the name. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, um, and of course my YouTube channel, which I, I believe you guys have kindly um, tagged in as well, which is really kind. So, um, dude, thank you so much.
0: It was a brilliant show. Thanks very much, mate. Thank yeah, you. I'm glad it's finally happened. Yes. And for everyone listening, we've got the Gold Tier Zoom call at time of streaming. tomorrow that's Friday we're also back with the podcast tomorrow at one o'clock as per usual until then take care and goodbye thank you